The purpose of this podcast is to explore digital and print media. All sources we reference are owned by the respective companies, and our thoughts and opinions are strictly our own and reflect no biases or corporate agendas. Your discretion is advised. Um. Okay, welcome here, my dear child. Welcome to the confessional. What what do you have to confess to Father Meech today? Yes, Your ex- Excellency. Um, last week, you see, I kind of committed the sin of something. Um, when we did our review of Equalizer Three, I kind of gave away my my love and fascination for um, you know Italian women, and people did not like that. I was rebuked in a number of ways and especially by American women. Uh, so I, I, that's my confession. You are forgiven my child. Any, any way I said I can repent. Yes. You, you may atone by, by singing 50 Hail Marys, uh, sing the sinner's prayer. And also you need to apologize to said women and start simping for no one else, but the Lord. I can do that fine. Thank you. You're welcome, All right. child. All right. So we're here. I'm Demetrius. And I'm Demetrius. And Meet to Meets presents Blurred City Podcast. All right. So the reason we did Legal Speak was because um, we're doing the nun too. And I think we're about to wild out with this one. So people, as you can tell by what just happened. But um, yeah, with that, just again, this is a nun to you, so we're getting like in the spiritual realm, demonic stuff. Uh, if you're not with that, you just need to hop off the podcast right now. But anything you got, Meech, before we really get into it, all I have to say is we about to get we about to get real deep into this. This is my neck of the woods. This is my territory. Um, as I said, that legal Spiegel is a hundred percent fully advised. Uh, because all I know is that I who knows what's gonna happen in this episode. Um, uh, let's just say that. The Ouija board is all the way uh, out of the vicinity of this area. I have no, uh, I just have the cross like over here on my right because uh, just just know that I, I can't have anything, you know. I, I ain't trying to fight more demons today. And I'm sipping on that holy water, so I think right, we're cool. good. All right, cool, cool, cool. As long as we, as long as we good there, as long as we good there. All right, so as people that are constant listeners to the show, we always get into what's hot. So besides the priest at the beginning of this movie, let's get into what's hot. Oh, you had to do it. All right, so let's start off with the realm of comics because I feel like I haven't talked about that in a while. So let's see. We have ourselves KLC Press. You know, KLC Press is out here. They they released their second and third books, uh, The Shlub, as well as uh, Kill Your Darlings. Both phenomenal, both incredible. Uh, join KLC Press today. Uh, completely not sponsored by them at all. And then we have ourselves... Uh, Superior Spider-Man. He he's coming back next month. Um, just just no greatness has arrived. Uh, but also apparently in um, Amazing Spider-Man right now, uh, Peter Wilding out. Uh, let's just say, let's just say he's he's now the Spider who goblins. Um, and and what he what he did to Craven in this latest issue. Um, Lord have mercy. Uh, is this our boy back up? Let's, oh no, nah, he ain't just back up. He. 
he decided to goon out. Uh, he he decided to to swap out the red and blue. You know, the the red and blue was was old. It was washed out. He decided to go straight for that black. You know what I'm saying? Um, and he he's on timing the whole up the whole uh issue. So uh, he 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 might be back. Uh, I just need that energy to continue, and some other parties need to get handled. Uh, like he did Craven. Looking at you, Paul. But uh, but okay. So like, let's let's move on from there, right? Right. Let's go into the realm of TV. And in TV world, One Piece. All I gotta say. Uh, that's all I need to say about that on Netflix. Uh, just just. <clears throat> and then we also have ourselves, you know, Love is Blind, uh, Houston edition. It'll, it'll be uh coming out very soon, and I am terrified. Uh, they already released the cast list, and unfortunately, I don't know any of the people up on it. So I don't know if that's a blessing or a curse, but uh, we'll we'll find out as soon as the episode first episodes drop. And then also, also again, Ahsoka. Wa- watch our episode because by the time this episode drop our. Ep- uh reveal the fourth episode already dropped so go ahead and go ahead and listen to that because uh we 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 were really out here and um some things happened that episode that i that i will never take back and i will not take ever take back uh looking at you uh and then finally we got ourselves in the movie sphere we have ourselves you know a bunch of movies coming out you know this is the it's it's halloween time you know this is where where all the horror is about to come out saw 10 coming soon we got ourselves thanksgiving i i would say it should be called thanks killing but that's already a movie and i what's and, the trailer i haven't heard yeah yeah it, it came out it's basically a slasher on thanksgiving um hmm. and I, I i don't know how i'm gonna feel about it until uh, <laughs> i i just see if it required the horror in me um and then finally we have ourselves anime you know this is where you know, anime going dummy, you know, you got the yes. Shibuya incident, you know, that's heart, heart, hearts are about to break uh, this season. That, that, that first episode, that was, that was a little primer. That was a little primer to get you set up. And then um, this next one's going to get you, uh knock you over the head. And we also have ourselves one piece, one piece still going strong. Uh, let's just say Wano about to end very soon. Um, And when I say very soon, I mean like the next two or three episodes. So Unless they do like more recaps, which I wouldn't blame them. But and then of <laughs> course we have ourselves uh, other shows like uh, Zom One Hundred, still goaded, still amazing. Uh, I know you you terrified of this show now, uh, especially after a certain thing that happened yeah. in episode three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then also also you know there's other shows you know Bongo Stray Dogs like you you're gonna mention, but also uh. And also another friend, she she's just starting uh, Demon Slayer, so I had to shout her out on that, and and she be giving me updates about it. So just just letting you know right now, just just watch Demon Slayer. Just just go ahead, do it for yourselves. And then if you're a dub fan, like a certain Afropuff Samurai, oh yeah, you're right. Attack on Titan, the part one of the final part of the final episode of the final season has <laughs> finally been dubbed for English audiences. Uh, view that as you will as a sub uh, as a sub as a member of the sub audience. I, I cannot uh, say what happens, but also as a member of the manga community, I, I can never say anything as well. Dude, I know that you like finished both versions of the uh, manga endings, and so like you kind of know it. But I really feel for the sub listeners 
no, the double uh, watchers, because when the sub comes out in a few months, there's almost no way that they can't get spoiled. Nope. It's like, you might as well just go ahead, watch it in sub. You just go ahead, join me. All right. Because I went from dub to sub to manga in that order because mm-hmm. I, I was tired. That makes so sense. Join the dark side. All right. Anything else? And that is all I have. Oh, video games. Man, come on. How how is it ever going to forget MK1? By the time you listen to this uh, video, this is going to be the last time you're going to hear from me for the next few months. This is the last time he's going to see me for our co-host is going to see me for the next few months because I'm going to be grinding on that leaderboards. You may see uh, Absolute Venom just out here in these streets, just just taking names, taking fatalities. Um you you getting taken out by Natara, you getting taken out by John Claude Van Damme, okay? Um just just know that your soul is mine. Um and then <laughs> also and then also later like next month Spider-Man 2 October 20th. Uh again once that happens, you're not going to hear hide nor hair of me for the next few weeks, so you may get replaced. I may be replaced by Alpha Puff Samurai in that time frame because uh I'm going to be out. That's fair. All right. So for me, it's kind of just like a combination of trailers. So Castlevania Nocturne, the continuation of Castlevania, they dropped a new trailer. So I'm super excited for that. Monarch Legacy. So it's the Legacy of Monsters. So that's like the Godzilla kind of uh, King Kong verse where it's like a TV show with it. So that's going to take place. It's dropping on my birthday. So I'm super excited. I'm I'm taking that day off. That's all I'm watching. Uh, So if you have Apple TV Plus, you can hop in with that. Another one, The Changeling. We'll watch it in ways. Uh, so <laughs> with that, The Changeling, always going to give love to Lakeith Stanfield, such an incredible actor. And then Exorcist, I know that the Exorcist, the original Exorcist is like Citizen Kane to you in terms of horror. The Exorcist Believer, the trailer for it, the second trailer was much better than the first one. I might have to watch it with you just to like kind of hold your hand through that. But we, I'll, I'll give you my opinion of it Did when you it comes say, out. Hold my hand. <laughs> just because like you're going to be angry, not scared. That's the thing. Okay, okay. That that's that's, <laughs> that's better. That's saying. better because yeah. I was like, holding my hand in a horror movie. That's kind of wild. <laughs> like you, you, you. That's what I'm saying because you're going to be like trying to punch the screen, and I'm gonna have to restrain you. So. With that, uh, also down to the chair like everybody else. <laughs> so with that, Bleach made its comeback. So I'm super excited to watch this episode day of recording. Then we also have Mashoko Tensei, Jobless Reincarnation, season two going crazy. Uh, so with that, we can just like, yeah, jump into it. We're getting ready for our Nun uh, 2 review. But before that, I didn't watch the original Nun going into it. Uh, but Meech, if you want to enlighten anybody else about the first Nun before Nun 2, just to kind of catch us up. All right, so the nun, as you all know, is part of the conjuring verse. Uh, it's you know the whole thing about Ed and Lorraine Warren. We're not going to talk about them today because uh, that's just a whole can of worms. That may be just a future episode. I'm not even going to hold you, or even a or even a Patreon sponsored episode just to talk about like what, just how I feel about uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren, just mm-hmm. as people and how they're portrayed. But uh. But essentially, the nun is a demon called Valak. Uh, it was trapped in a monastery in St. Cartha, where a priest and a nun, uh, Sister Irene, who's played by Vera Farmiga's uh, younger sister, uh, and they 
they essentially go to the monster. They they essentially have to battle this demon, this demon nun out here wilding, taking souls left and right. Uh, and and essentially, like with the help of the blood of Christ, literally, she says Irene ends up uh sealing Valak back in the monastery. But before it does that, it ends up taking a hold of another central character named uh Frenchie and and Frenchie, he'll he'll real one in that movie. And this movie and this movie is taking place just sometime afterwards. All right. No. So we are getting into the non two spoilers in three, two, one. All right. So like I kind of mentioned in the What's Hot segment, uh, so this kind of opens up. I literally walked into the theater right as the movie started because Houston traffic is ridiculous. So uh, I, I didn't miss a single thing, which I was so happy about. But open up, we see an, it's an altar boy, essentially, uh, getting communion for uh, this priest. Fast forwarding along, he gets <laughs> we see like the first kind of trickery with it, where it's like he kicks a ball out of the way starts hearing voices ball comes back down and then the um essentially all the wine in this class breaks which is a crazy scene um this yeah i'll talk about how good i think the movie is later but with it it breaks he goes back to the priest it's like yo something's here and the priest again what i really like he wasn't like yo go away like why are you trying to trick me like all that he's like okay what's what's happening what's going on so they go out into essentially the uh the pew area so with that we see the water the holy water is evaporating, which was a crazy scene. <laughs> so with that, we do see our first uh, peekaboo of the nun. And then she uh, kind of just like lifts the priest up and sets him on fire. So that 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 was an opening. Ooh, yep. And just one of those things about this, uh, about Valak that I don't, that if you get guys can't tell already, but just know that uh it has no uh respect it has no respect for churches at all like you you think church would be the 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 safest place to go for a demon nah nah this is the one where it it'll it'll just wild out and take you out in any place at any time um that's the crazy part where because like most of the times you see it where it's like even we watched uh silent hill where they essentially hid in the church for a while and it was kind of cool i mean it's not like those weren't like demons, essentially, but same thing where it's like you go to the church and you're safe. Where this it was like, yo, fam, get out of here. <laughs> like, I- I'm here. <laughs> it's like, oh, you you stepped into my domain, boy. Uh, But yeah, so now it cuts over to Sister Irene. She's basically living a living a pretty quiet life, you know, Uh, her and and a uh, baby. Aaron, baby girl, uh, sister Deborah, sister Deborah, she's smoking a joint. Look, 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 look. We we're not gonna talk about that right now. Um, <laughs> I was legit about to call her by her real name. That was the crazy thing. I was like, no, what was her actual name? Hold up, my bad, my bad, my bad. But uh, <laughs> but yeah. So they just you know they're just bonding as friends would, and and essentially like she's just she's just chilling out. She's she's hearing from another priest, just basically about the events of the first movie and it's like mm-hmm. hey what happened to the nun who went up there it's like oh i don't know well nobody knows some say like she went insane some say she couldn't handle it all and then you tell sister irene she was just like really ticked about that and mm-hmm. deborah kind of figured figured it out as well like pretty quickly i was like yes yes girl right and she, yeah and she gets a call from uh oh wait but before that it cuts over to 
Maurice. So we have Maurice, aka Frenchie. He out here at a boarding school in France because mm-hmm. uh because as I said, Irene, she's living reclusive in Italy. He's in uh France, you know, she he uh got friends with this young girl named Sophie. He really trying to uh fill up on her mom, who's the teacher. Don't say fill up. <laughs> you know exactly what I mean. Everybody know what I mean. He's risen her up. Yep, he he risen her, but he essentially, <laughs> but essentially, like she he's becoming really fast friends with her. Unfortunately, young girl Sophie, she's getting bullied by three uh by Lilith. That's what I I decided to call that evil child, Lilith. Okay, that's better than what I was gonna call him, but uh, we're not gonna talk about that, and out of fear of getting canceled again, I already got can- I'm already canceling the show twice in just the span of a few minutes. But uh, like you probably won't hear what I said before. Uh, but essentially, <laughs> these three monsters, you know, they yes. they're torturing her. They they're putting cockroaches in the headmaster's room. I'm just like, powder. Yo, they was calling my boy Maurice a servant. Yeah, she was. They were calling Maurice uh, Lolo, and and like Maurice is a better man than me. Because <laughs> me personally, I already know what she was. The hand of God was gonna strike them. Oh my gosh! And just, they would. Yeah, they, their world was gonna know pain. Um. <laughs> But but anyways, essentially, like it cut, you know, they're just having a good time. And then it cuts over to Irene. She ends up uh, having a nightmare about Maurice. And it's not a nightmare. Mm-hmm. It's a vision. Uh, essentially, like Maurice is just going through it. And she's and he's asking her to save him. And then she, and then like immediately after she wakes up, she gets a call from uh from priests in the Vatican. It's like, hey. Mm-hmm. So all these priests is dying left and right, and they yes. move in locations. And uh, we we need you to go investigate. And yes. she, so yeah, I was saying she basically saying like, nah, I ain't about <laughs> yeah. that. It's like nah, nah, I I ain't about to do that again. So if, uh, one thing uh, in the beginning of the movie, right after the priest gets uh, immolated, as they say, um, we do see a scene of. Uh, we just see a person like a silhouette walking away and we see the shadow of the nun and it decreases as the person like kind of walks further away from the church and gets closer. And it turns out that happens to be Maurice. At first I thought it was the kid. Um, and it was just like, you know, the kid going and the nun like was possessing, possessing the kid. Now turns out it was Maurice. And I don't know if like the part where the next snap happens is either after what you just mentioned or slightly before. The next snap happened after. Okay, so like after uh, what you kind of mentioned, we cut back to uh, France. We see Maurice. He, well, we see this one girl. She's like a delivery girl. Let's say like a high teenager or so. And then again, the acolytes, those monsters, the real monsters of the movie, just making fun of her and stuff like that. So she makes the delivery. But we then we start hearing the the uh, the clickers, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> and Maurice, our boy, is just tw- tweaking. Uh, so with that, the nun pulls up again and is like, hello. And, and so like, she starts Good running. evening. <laughs> yes. And this is savage. Like, she could have just close the door from the beginning, but she was like, yo, get close to it. Nah, you stuck. And then, like, nun just, like, pulls up, grips her up by one hand and breaks her neck. And it's like her neck was literally, like, leaking like a fountain. That was a crazy scene. 
RIP to young girl. Uh, she, the French girl, she didn't deserve all that. She, I was getting, I was getting Evil Dead vibes. <laughs> well, Evil Dead Rise vibes. Man, she, she ain't deserve all that. Man, that, that, no. that was, that was completely unnecessary. But uh, I tell you who did, who did deserve it. <laughs> you telling me? Um, <laughs> all right. So essentially, like Irene, she basically decides to go on the mission because, like, hey, if Valak's back, I, we kind of need to stop her. And yes. she's on the train ride, and then baby girl Deborah, she decides to say, "Hey, what's up? I'm here too." Like, she, I was like, "What you doing here?" It's like, "Look, you gonna need somebody to have your back." And they end up talking about like their lives and just how mm-hmm. Deborah essentially like her fa- and her family. The the boys all went off to war to fight for the country, and then the the women went off to be nuns to fight for mm-hmm. God. Uh, and. And then Irene's talking about it. Yeah, I don't remember much about my moms at all. Uh, mm-hmm. And then they end up going to Tadascon, France. They end up arriving at France, uh, and and they go to where <laughs> to where the priest got taken out, yes. emulated <laughs> style. Uh, where Irene ends up having a vision of the burnt priest, and then a little boy. Like, I just called him Tiny Tim. I know that's not his name, but it doesn't matter. His name is Jacques, okay? His name is Jacques. Get that straight. <laughs> or or if you grew up in black schools like us, Jacques. <laughs> I didn't know that until high school. <laughs> You're supposed to say it because I knew a Jacques. Ah, <laughs> oh, not Jacques, not Jacques. But uh, <laughs> since you're holding a rosary and they do some more uh, detective work a la Batman, you know, and they figure out, okay, we need to go talk with this kid, the only mm-hmm. witness. So they end up trying to go to uh they end up going like to the hotel and then Irene ends up having a vision where This was a cool scene. Yeah, so it first started off with her finding Jock and ends up like telling like, "Hey, we, I need to talk with you about the whole situation." And he's like, "Hey, I stole the rosary, but I'm sorry. I'm going to return it." And then he ends up running with all the kids. And then it cuts to her, her like just in front of a magazine, front of a stand. magazine stand. And then all the magazines start uh start flipping open and then turning into the nun. And mm-hmm. I gotta I gotta let y'all know something right now. So I saw it in Screen X. Ooh, interesting. But here's the thing about it is that the Screen X, like of course, as you know, like it, it shows like the regular screen, like the one in front, like normal. Mm-hmm. However, when all the scary bits is about to happen, that's when they extend it outwards. So oh. it already primed me. I was like, all right, what type of shenanigans about to happen? Mm-hmm. So, so if you if you weren't expecting that, you kind it kind of would have taken you out of the movie just a little bit. It's like, all right, I know some some right. some shenanigans about to happen, but uh, and it was yeah, in the so, trailer as well. Yeah. It was so essentially like the nun just basically comes out of the uh <laughs> comes out of the the magazines yes poking her will, out giving her more visions and all that good jazz. I will say that this was such a creative scene because <clears throat> like the way they had it in the trailer, it like it just made it seem like okay the silhouettes uh, or just like the outlines of the magazines were were the nun. But in this, the way they flipped it, like you actually had to flip the magazines to like get it. And for them to like, that probably took a lot of work to like kind of make it look like the nun. And like, if you saw like the individual pieces of it, 
uh, like how it combined, like her face was a mountain and just like the different parts. So I, I really got to give people the props for that. That was absolutely incredible scene. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Now let's get back to uh, back to the three demons and what they did to to poor poor Sophie. So they end up both. So the three girls end up trapping Sophie and it's like, hey, I'm sorry for, uh, you know, being a mean one. I'm like, no, you're not. Uh, and they say like, hey, let's play a game. And they end up going to the locked off chapel, which is locked off because of the fact that uh, the headmistress's son died in there. Uh, During World War II, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, or during the war, that's how yeah, they, they did. It. They did the say war. the war. And and from there, right, they end up going inside and you see this giant uh, <laughs> this this giant statue covered in a cloth head to toe. And then it moves and you're just like, all right, so that's about to uh, that's about to go run somebody's pockets later. Man, I the way they did this movie, like certain jump scares, like obviously like, I wasn't terrified like a lot of people are now. And I know you're never terrified anymore, but I've seen so many like horror movies where like the person under the shadow would be like another kid. That's like, it's a joke. So like when you get to what you kind of describe later, it would be the kid. But the way they shot it was like, wow. So yeah. Yep. So, they, yep so they end up going up top to where there's the stained glass window of goat and they end up playing this game where it's like, or end up playing this prank where essentially Sophie has to stare at this uh, goat because of the fact that the light shines on its eye and it turns red and they think like, hey, it's the devil. And if you look away, the devil, uh, the devil will appear and basically just it just makes her life uh, miserable. Mm-hmm. And and then all the girls just end up trapping her inside the inside the walled off chapel. Which was a horrible decision because uh because good old nun is assigned to to do her thing and did exactly what I suspected was gonna happen, which was, hey, what's up? We got uh we got ourselves a uh covered up statue. Yeah, no, I'm gonna move that and I'm gonna be the nun and uh yeah, Sophie, you you getting terrified. Oof. But good old but good old Maurice, good old yes. Maurice coming through, realized what happened, saves her. Well, well, he rescues her from the three from the real antagonists of this movie. Yes. And and that kind of got uh mom Katie Kate is like, good on good on you, uh Maurice. Yes. I, I have a question. Um, how come every bully always has two acolytes? It's always two. Like if we think about spy family, our boy Damien, he had the two uh, acolytes and like every other thing, it's usually always two specifically. You wanna know why? Why? The Three Stooges. <laughs> That's fair. It's like you—you you always gonna need a. Uh, listen, you always gonna need the the head of uh, the 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 head of uh, winch in charge. Then you gotta yes. have the dumb one, and then you gotta have the dumber one. <laughs> yes. That's and, fair. And we all know which ones were each of those three little monsters. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Speaking of Spy Family, we made it into this movie as well. I know you heard our name get called when they were reading. You you knew my name is uh, <laughs> because I'm here. Uh, So, yeah. So essentially, like, Kate, they were uh, Kate and them. They were in class. They were reading a book and and big Demetrius made his appearance. 
Um, yes. As a character in the book, but I, I don't care. My name is in here. So uh, <laughs> we were in the where, <laughs> where's my money? Um, <laughs> where's my money at? So. So, yeah. So and then, of course, Frenchie is uh, rising up Kate, you know, with with some doors uh with fixing the doors but but moving on we get us to irene and deborah they still traveling and they meet up and they end up getting the rosary because uh because like irene she because of that vision she had with valor she was ko'd for like the night and mm-hmm. and like when she gets up she has a rosary she sees a crest on there and they ends up traveling to the to the vatican itself uh aka the palais de like the palace of, yeah Mm-hmm. Yep, Palais de Pop. That's that's the French in me coming out. That was kind of crazy. Uh, and she essentially like talks with the talks with the uh librarians like, hey, they're looking for the eyes of Saint Lucy and the eyes of Saint Lucy. And the whole thing about her is that like she was the patron saint of blindness. She because she was uh she was essentially martyred by a bunch of pagans, pagans. and they took her eyes out. Or gouge your eyes out because she wouldn't burn in a fire. Uh, mm-hmm. All this comes back to later, and so all of her and her two eyes are now in a crest that that's now hidden in the boarding school. Yeah, uh, and then cut to the boarding school where oh man, how the how the headmistress gets taken out. <laughs> yes. Uh, so with that, uh, cutting to the boarding school. So. Oh, we talking about the head, the headmistress, right? Yep, how she got taken out. So uh, we see Maurice again. He's tweaking by the chapel because the nun has control of him. So like he's kind of just like gone. So she's like there, and then she's like, "Yo, you good, Maurice?" And he's like, "Oh, I'm back. I'm back. Sorry, sorry." And then so she starts to hear her her dead son's voice at the chapel. So like she kind of like looks into the doors or whatever, unlocks it, enters inside, and you're like, "Oh, it's it's about to go crazy." And again, with this, it's so like well done, like the whispers and different things, but like also the way they did the shadows where it's like, you'd be like, wait, wait, what is that? Okay, that's definitely a person right there. And that person is just like sitting there instead of like how sometimes it's like, oh, the person's there. No, they're not. It's like, oh no, you're actually there. And it's like them finding out that the person is there. So she sees her dead son like in his uh, choir boy attire and he has, what's the swinging? It's like a chalice. It's not a chalice. Uh, I forgot I, what it's I called. I have no idea what that is. Uh, the swinging, Catholic. the swinging uh, candlelight thing. So she has that. I'll call it a flail. So he has the the candle flail with it, and she's like looking for him. He's disappearing, looking for it, disappearing, and then she finally sees him. And then the nun is right behind him, and she takes, she like puts her uh, arms around the boy, and she's like, "You know what you got to do." And he proceeds to beat the living daylights. I don't even know if that's him or if it was an extension of Valak, but proceeds to beat the ever-loving daylights out of the headmistress, knocks her down, and then a, a hook drops on her head and kills her. That was wild. I, I was fully expecting for that hook to straight up impale her. I'm not even going to hold you. Instead, it just caused blunt force trauma. <laughs> yes. All right, so, yeah, so essentially, like, it cuts to next day, Kate and Sophie, they... They're essentially like they're doing fine, but uh they end up separating a little bit. Like Sophie ends up going like up up some stairs because she ends up seeing her mom, but like it wasn't her mom. Uh, oh my gosh, yes. Like she goes up some stairs and then opens a door that that valet clearly closed, <laughs> and then it ends up being 
going to the hallway from Conjuring 2, uh, <laughs> where the nun, he was just there, and then starts rushing after her. Dude, that was the, the creepiest part of the movie to me, because, like, like when she opened the door and the nun, like, it felt like she gasped or whatever, and then it was just, like, chilling there. It is so eerie. But then, like, with that later in it, like, that same scene where we see the nun's face again, and then they open the door downstairs, and it's just, like, kind of, like, a scarred in the wall. And, like, I really love how they did that, where she would pop out of places, and you'd be like, I definitely saw her face. But it's, like, when, like, you snap back to reality, it, it's not her, but it definitely looks like her. Yeah, like, it, it was her imprint on the wall. Uh Exactly. And then it cuts like Kate and uh Kate and Maurice, they they end up finding the body and no uh, consult consultation. And it cuts back to Irene and Deborah. A- as you can tell, like this movie, like once it gets going, it keeps going without stopping. So Irene yes. base Irene and Deborah, they're basically like on their way to the school where Irene ends up coming to the realization that the reason that Valak is there in the first place is because it's inside Frenchie. And the reason it's inside Frenchie is because of her. And it cuts back to the ending of the last movie where because of the fact that Maurice went back to save her from drowning, it mm-hmm. got a hold of him and then ends up uh sticking a snake down his throat. Um Nani? You know what? <laughs> yep, just j- yep, we're just gonna keep it going. Let's keep it in, keep it in. Um, I'm gonna cancel this show, all right. But uh, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be the reason this show gets canceled. We already that's already a foregone conclusion. That's literally what happened. But when you say it, it sounds wild. <laughs> exactly. I just stated matter of factly. That's that's all. I'm just giving the facts. I'm just giving. I'm just calling it how I see it. Uh, but oh man, I'm about to get some calls from people later. Um, uh, but yeah. So snake down his throat. And and like he gets possessed and and like she's just overcome with like despair and distraught over that. And Deborah being a being a solid black woman, just like hey, snap out of it. Got lock mm-hmm. in because it's about to go down. And and then it cuts over to like later that night, Sophie and Sophie and Maurice and Kate, they're just hanging out together. Being and family. Yeah, like a family and Sophie being the best wing girl of all time. It's like, hey, yes. why, don't, why don't the two of y'all dance? And and the two of them start dancing. And you could tell it was about to it was about to get real romantic out of here. There, there was some kissing that, w- that was about to happen, but but you know, Valak ain't about letting people have a good time, unfortunately. No. So it takes over Maurice right then and there. Yes. And which then I'm we like, get to it. Thank you. <laughs> and now it becomes a, a slasher film where Demon Maurice is now out here chasing both families. And then, but like it manages to like get, but Maurice takes back control just a few seconds longer. It's like, like all right, let's get y'all out of here. Uh, yes. And then Irene and Deborah show up, but Irene is. And like while Boris is like really happy to see her, it's like, yeah, okay. Hey, hey, listen, it's back. We gotta move. Like, let, let's lock in. We gotta plan. Yes. And then Irene's like, it's you. You the problem. Mm-hmm. 
And unfortunately, he gets taken over fully again. And and this is where the wildest scene in the whole movie happens. The scene that had me just almost cackling in my seat. <laughs> where Demon Maurice, like, it is like, sup, Irene. And then mm-hmm. it starts heading up to the chapel, which is where the uh nice. which is where the relic is. Mm-hmm. Because Valak wants the relic to become almighty and all powerful. And it goes over there. Irene tries to run up to Valak to try to stop her. And then it gut checks her Dragon Ball Z style. <laughs> yes. Gut checks her and sends her into a wall. <laughs> I'm just like, no. This then, is Dragon Ball Z. Then Sister Deborah hopped on the back, straight like grabbing her with head. Slams her in the ground and then force chokes her and then just sends her <laughs> to the back. It was insane. That was crazy, but they managed to like kind of stop her because um, Sister Irene, you know, she pulled out the rosary, started doing like uh, the chants and stuff like that. So I got it to kind of freeze. It was like, get out of my my friend's body. And then uh, Deborah came with the pipe and knocked him upside the head. Yeah, so, like she had to get her get back for that one. Absolutely. So they tie her up and then we get to the scene of, okay, how do we find the eyes? Where is it supposed to be? Where was he heading? So Sophie and Kate help. Uh, Sophie mentions the de- the demon game, <laughs> and this is the part that freaked me out because I was thinking about the witch. So, so we get to it. <laughs> yes, yes, you already know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, it took just one second. So, so with that, I uh, so essentially, Sister Deborah flashes the flashlight on the eyes of the goat. And so they see the red and it's like, instead of it just glowing, it directs, like points to a Laser place sight. in the chapel. Yes. So it points to a place in the chapel. They dig it up. It's the eyes of the uh, the Saint Lucy. So, Saint Lucy. For me, I was like, don't, like, shouldn't that decompose? But that's that's here nor there. I don't need to focus it's on It's an that. ancient spiritual relic, uh, nothing decomposed. It's exactly. like asking why in the world did, is the uh the blood of Jesus Christ still liquid after uh all those years. <laughs> all right. So with that, then they kind of turn back to the uh the window, the crystallized window, and the goat is gone. And like I, I like at first I kind of missed it because I was like, is that the same window? And then it was gone. And then I was like, okay, that's fine. So then we flash back to the demon children. So uh, Lila and her acolytes, she wakes up because she hears something upstairs. And this girl had the nerve to wake up her friend and then tell her friend to go check it out. Lock in. I, I told you. I told you there had to be a dumb one and a dumber one. Ain't no way I'm not waking me up and telling me to go check it. I there's somebody out there. I'm like, and? I'm going back to sleep. You Lock know. the door. Lock the door. No, so no, 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 no. Here's what I would have done. I was like, all right, let's see. Headhunter wakes me up to uh like, hey, you go check it out. Me being the genius, I would I would wake up the third friend. It's like, hey, hey, look, 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 there's something going on out there. You go check it out and get back to us. All right. So since this is the out-of-pocket podcast, uh you're married, right? Wife hears something, wakes you up. What do you do? What type of noise is it? She heard it. I, I don't know, because you're you're sleeping. Uh, so let's say it's either creaking or like, you know, sometimes the house makes weird noises at night. I see you, the, the, yep. the, the gun of righteousness. Yep, let's just say uh, I'm armed and fully dangerous. Uh, <laughs> but, of blessings. but here's the thing. I ain't going out there to investigate. I'm, I'm just going to be holed up in the room, just like, 
all right, we're just gonna do this. But you have kids. The if the kids aren't in the room with me. No, no, I'm. I ain't gonna say it. I ain't gonna say it. I ain't gonna say it. Ain't gonna say it. Right, let's keep going. But so I was about to get canceled again. That's like the fourth time. So the acolyte uh, walks up the stairs, and we see Deborah, um, Sister Deborah, helping because looking as well. And so they kind of run into each other. She's like, "Who are you? I'm a friend." And then we get a, a crossover movie with the witch because there's this like loud noise happening. And then you kind of like, see, like they do the flashlight and you just see like a figure and you see horns. And I was like, that can't be Black Bill. <laughs> and then you just see a demon goat man <laughs> who was humongous running at them. And I was like, no, fam, come on. You're literally a picture in the glass and now I got to deal with a demon goat? Come on. And what can I say? He was the goat. <laughs> He was oh, the goat. He was the goat in this movie. Uh, he was the one I rooted for the most. But uh, oh man, uh, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Demon Goat decided to come in, wanted to run pockets. Deborah, you know, she using her uh athleticism. Um, I I am about to say why she got athleticism because uh then we'd have to have another discussion. But uh, she managed to get the kids, get them inside, lock the doors. Uh, she she doing her best. You no know, running to different rooms. It didn't matter. But, but, but as you said, it doesn't matter because they get to, they get to the, to the moment in the trailer mm-hmm. that you see and the moment where both of us locked in immediately. But, but even before that, like they were locked in the room before they went to the, uh, that, that spot and girls were literally flying against the walls and the ceilings. I was like, what's happening? And I'm just here like, all right, so one of them going to die in three, two, <laughs> I'm like, dang it. Ain't none of them but died yet. All right. It's cool. What you mentioned with the trailer scene, they actually flipped it in the movie, um, which was super cool, in my opinion, if you want to cover it. Oh, yeah. So essentially, like, what happens is that, all right, so the, so the, the, a uh, number one idiot, uh, demon, demon number one, Lilith, she, she decides to, like, open up a grate. Of course, this is all while Deborah's in the back. She, she chilling. She's just, like, holding up. It's like, no, she's trying to rest. She's trying to recover. And then I don't know what decided for this demon child to say, all right, let's go into the other room. Uh, decided, the cockroach infested room. Yeah, to the cockroach infested headmistress's room. And she got her flashlight. She sees the the a figure of the dead headmistress. And then she, she crawls right on back. It's like, there's somebody in the other. And then demon mistress just comes on out. Starts trying to choke, choke her out. Oh. All the cockroaches coming out of her mouth. Mm. I'm just here like, yes, come on, demon headmistress. I thought she was about to rip her head off. I, I, I was ready for either option. <laughs> I, I don't care what what it was. I, I just so yeah. To go. And like in the trailer, when we when we see that part, it's actually Valak. But like again in the movie, it's the demon mistress, which is super cool. And all the while, Black Bill is just stalking, walking around the entire place looking for them. Oh my gosh. So I kind of was that flipping back to uh, Big Valak and then also the sisters, well, sister Irene and then Sophie, because at this part, she gets done in by Valak, who, uh, and then Sophie takes the eye, the relic. So she goes upstairs, and then I was getting callbacks to uh, oh, Uncharted, because in Uncharted, all the times you're climbing up this tall building and everything just falls apart. <laughs> so the with the bell that, tower, it's always a bell exactly. tower. 
It's always so, a bell tower. So Maurice starts wilding out um, the possessed one, and he almost gets her, but then they kind of fall off. And then so she's like kind of safe. She's able to come back down, but he falls into the fire, and you think he's dead. So they kind of link back up with that. And then uh, not Rachel, Kate, and all the girls kind of get to the chapel as well. Then Sister Deborah uh, meets back up with Irene, and then Valak is like, yo, I'm going to need the eyes, fam. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, so essentially like right right afterwards uh she's like but uh somehow sophie's able to activate the eyes get uh maurice off of her which causes the entire uh bell tower to collapse down and mm-hmm. and since irene she she charging into the fog face first she thinking she bruce wayne in man and batman v superman <laughs> yes uh and she goes inside she's like all right hey sophie and like and like Sophie actually comes out, and I was just here thinking like, "Dang, Sophie, that that that's Valak, that's Valak." I was like, "Oh, all right, it's about to go." Mm-hmm. Nope, that was really her. Um, and she gets gives her the eyes, but then Big Maurice and Big Valak show up, and and like Irene uses the uses the eyes on Maurice, which yes. ends up killing him. Uh, quote unquote. Yeah, which essentially ends up killing him. And Irene's like mourning over his corpse, Sophie mm-hmm. crying in tears because she lost her stepdad. Yep, she because she lost dad, but uh, well, she lost both dads now. <laughs> um, and and then Maurice gets the eyes fully possessed. He's like, ah! and Venom's out. Uh, <laughs> and then Big Valak ends up taking all the power, yeah, from the eyes grows to Big Valak. Like yeah. we said, this was Big Valak before. No, no, this is Big Valak. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, and essentially, like, she just, and Valak just like, all right, I got all this almighty power. Irene used my biggest op. So, get back. Sign for, uh, sign for that good old fashioned, um, W get back. So, lift you up, have you in cross position, and set on fire. Uh, mm-hmm. So with that, uh, throughout the course of the movie, we see that uh, Valak has been like kind of taken out a whole bunch of different people. We turns out they are the descendants of the saints. Uh, what's her name again? Saint Lucy. Saint Lucy. So she's looking for the descendants of Saint Lucy in order to find the eyes. So with that, as she's burning uh, Irene, uh, with that, Irene gets a flashback and she remembers her mom and just like the different things of that. So it turns out that Irene is a descendant of Saint Lucy. Uh, so with that, again, they mentioned several times that Saint Lucy didn't burn. So it turns out that like once she starts believing that she can't uh, burn, so Valak has to release her essentially. And then <clears throat> Deborah is like, "I saw a miracle because earlier in the um, in the movie, she says I need to like see a a, a miracle because my mom was my church and she ended up dying because of the the Ku Klux Ops. So with that, um, so with that, uh, she then believes because Irene is like, "You're not ready yet," but now she's ready. And again, and you said in the first movie, uh, they used the blood of Christ. And then with that, Deborah in this movie mentions that okay, turning uh. The, like, the wine into the blood, essentially, right? Yeah. It's like, so, I first yes. thought it wasn't real, but now it's time. Yeah, so with that, there's like a, a few things that kind of tie in with that where 
Maurice is about to stab Sophie. And I was like, no, not, not, not my girl. And then like Valak is like rising up spears from the earth. But before we get into like the ending of it, we flip back to Demon Goat <laughs> and with that. So they're like, uh, they're in the that hallway. That scene in the movie. The <laughs> yes. So they're in the hallway with the chapel and he's just like slowly creeping and then he sees some. And then he starts, the girls scream, they, they sell. And he starts just running down, getting there. So they're able to lock the door and they barricade it. Uh, Lilith is, <laughs> is holding, holding the door. The door. <laughs> and then Big Goat come in. <laughs> Big Goat come in. And spears her through the chest. Uh, I was so happy. <laughs> I never thought I'd cheered that hard for that scene. But she lives. And that's what pissed me off the most. I'm like, how? How you live from that? All right. So with that, uh, then again, uh, Irene and Deborah pray because essentially they're like in a wine cellar. So with that, all the wine explodes. And because, again, their prayers, their faith, the ties in ties into the earlier of the movie that wine is the blood of essentially works as the blood of christ if you're religious you can kind of understand that connection it washes over valak and burns valak to dust for now uh yes <laughs> and yeah so and that's the end of the movie because uh you know maurice he he back to himself now he he reunited with baby girl uh baby girl kate and yes. And and the best wing woman of all time, Sophie, they they good. Deborah and Irene they leave, and then you get uh the post credit scene of the movie, which it just cuts to Ed and Lorraine Warren. They just get a call from uh the Vatican is like, hey, this is for you. It's like, what's the issue? And then it and then movie ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as you know, this ain't the end of the nun because uh conjuring two happens afterwards so you know that their efforts failed um but yeah that was the movie all right so i have a question if you have to go up against a demonic spirit are you taking into battle out of all the armaments of god the the one that you're taking in are you taking the belt of truth the breastplate the shoes of the gospel of peace the shield of faith the helmet of salvation or the sword of the spirit Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> every, every last one. All of it. I need all of it. But uh if if I if I can only pick one, give me that sword. <laughs> yes. Give me that sword because I'm charging in the battle. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. They definitely needed that in this, but they, they definitely had it. So um anything else you want to cover uh before we get to awards? I, I really enjoyed this movie a lot. Just the way they like did the horror of it was so creative. To me and just like different aspects of it and it was like a really solid like horror movie especially not having seen and then if you haven't seen the first nun they do a good job of catching you up to it yeah it was a very solid movie uh i think like the only thing for me that's like that i'm still constantly thinking about is basically some timeline issues because essentially at the end of the nun one it basically confirms that like okay so all right so let's 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 go back a bit. In the first Conjuring movie, like there was a scene where Aaron and Lorraine Warren, they're talking about this uh this exorcism that they did in France that the two of them did of this older man and and just how like he was speaking in tongues and just all this nonsense. And then like in the Nun One, it's confirmed that that French man was Maurice, aka Frenchie. Mm. And it was like under the assumption, like because of the nun ones, like okay, it was because 
Valak was still possessing him. Now, Maurice is freed, in theory. The snake never left his body. I thought about that during the movie. I was like, is he really good, though? Because, like, they specifically showed, like you said, (laughs) snake entering him, and then it never left, even when Valak died. So that's, I just noticed that. I just wanted to point it out. Yeah, that's that's the only thing I don't know is like, is like, okay, so how is he still possessed in the first Conjuring movie? And plus, don't forget, he also got washed with the blood as well. That's that's true. He got washed with the blood as well. So uh, somebody got some explaining to do, because uh, if Fritchie is freed, how is he possessed in the first in the first movie? Different director. How you how you how you gonna break your can? Well, actually, no, they they broke their canon like three times already. Um, expected for me not to notice. Uh, oh, they made a mistake. <laughs> oh no, it was a big one. It was a big one. Um, but but I was the only one that noticed. So I was like, okay, we need to figure something out here. But mm-hmm. but yeah, it was still a solid movie. Yo, overall, of course, Screen X kind of like primed you for like, all right, some scary stuff about to happen. All right, I'm ready. So so I kind of took a little bit of immersion out. But other than that, solid solid time, solid time. That's fair. Um, I'll talk. I might add another award, but let's get into it now. Uh, so now we're getting into the none two awards. All right. So for my first award, it is the Ninja Run Award. You can replace Ninja with another word, but I'm not going to do it here. So this goes to literally the entire cast when they ran up against Valak because whenever they saw that like you need to run um a lot of them failed to do it uh the first girl that was the delivery girl she she ran too late and it was over she wanted to investigate did not help um sophie you know she she collected the award because she knew when to run most of the time but definitely ninja run goes to the entire cast because yeah when you see valak you just gotta run That's hilarious because my my first award is biggest idiot slash uh you were just born dumb and my award was gonna go to literally everybody <laughs> as well because <laughs> ain't no way you gonna catch me with no demon <laughs> there's no way you gonna catch me you don't catch me unprepared. Oh, oh but I think if I had to pick one out of all of them, you know who it had to be. It yes. has to be Lilith, because especially for the part of opening the grate and going into that cockroach infested room, um, you just. I mean, that alone without the demons. Yep. That alone without the demons is crazy. But the fact you did it, even Deborah, she was in the back and she was like, nah. So, so yeah, that's that was that. All right, so for my next award, it is the Power of Prayer Award. And it can only go to two sisters, Sister Deborah and Sister Irene, because with their prayers and their faith, they were able to take out temporarily Valak in this movie, burning her alive with the wine, which represents the blood of Christ. So sisters, please come get this award. Body in the blood. (laughs) Yes. Body in the blood. But uh, for me, you know what, Lilith, you might as well just go ahead and stay up here because uh, the humbling award is all yours, all right? Because you was a 
you're you're named Lilith for a reason. You you out here, you did the absolute most. You you teased other kids. You had you had you snuck into places you had no business going into, terrified young Sophie. And you also sent your acolyte, your uh your apprentice, uh idiot number one, to go investigate some noise while you while you stayed in bed. But but the humbling came for you real quick. Mm-hmm. And and that humbling's name is the goat. <laughs> black Bill. Big black Bill out here came in and speared you down. <laughs> Still don't get how you survived that, but uh but you did. And hopefully this experience is enough to teach you a lesson that karma's real. Everybody gets theirs at some point. What you put out is what you're going to get back. And uh, what you got back was a spear through the chest. I'm, I'm with some ask, horns. All right. Ask the Mar- Marlans. Ask, ask, ask Aaron Yeager about me. Uh, <laughs> but ask all the ops about uh about a real one. So so get this humbling. All right. For what could be our final award, it's probably the podcast favorite award. Um, I was unsure whether to hand it out because I thought this character would die, but it has to be the Rizzler Award. Um, Maurice was him. Uh, he he worked his magic throughout this movie, even while possessed. And it wasn't the possession that was doing the Rizzling. Uh, so, like, with that, you know, he's out here planting tomatoes and Kate is out here teaching. Um, but she still fell for him. Uh, he was smooth about it. You know, he his, his, her daughter loved him, which you don't always see all the time. And just, like, with that... Oh, most of the girls love him except for Lilith and her acolytes. Uh, again, poor judgment of character, which is why they got most of these awards. But yeah, Maurice, anything you want to say about him? To a real one, uh, Maurice, he he definitely uh he definitely exuded energy that uh that was unmatched. Uh, he definitely uh there was definitely notes that were taken uh in the movie theater. I don't know by whom, but um I cannot confirm nor deny who it was, but uh just say that Maurice he he was out here rizzing, but he was the rizzler, but we also have to give a an honorable mentions award to Sophie for being the best wing woman of all time, all right? As a matter yes. of fact, you know what? Let's make it a new award out here. The wing the wing the wing person award. Yes. Goes uh, goes to none other than Sophie for actually assisting in the rizzing. So it's a two in one combo. Yes. So the new Forger family, please come up and get this award. And All right. So I said, hopefully you guys do not get uh do not get uh Valak again. <laughs> yes. Hopefully. So with that, uh, we can get into. Usually we do tears of the movie, but with that again, timing. We're going to just do hit or miss. So, Meech, hit or miss. Oh, this was a hit. This was definitely a hit. Like, it, it hit on all types of personal levels. Uh, you had Deborah not being the idiot, uh, You ex- except for the fact that she was in the situation and she got in there not knowing the full details. Uh, we got ourselves a... Yeah, so it's big hit with uh Lilith and her cronies getting what they rightfully deserved. And then as you said, the the humbling, the rizzing, the best wing woman, the best wingman of all time. You know what I'm saying? Like this this was a hit and Valak being big Valak just out just being a great villain as always. So so yeah, it was a hit for me. Nice. I gotta go with a hit too, just because like this was like 
you know, not it wasn't a game changer horror movie, but it was so well done. And I think I appreciated the little things in it. Like sometimes horror movies try so hard to be like scary and like rely on jump scares. But like, even though this did have some jump scares, it was framed differently where usually it's like three, two, one jump scare. But with this, it was like three, two, one. And then it's like, oh, you kind of got me with that. So I, I really love that. I love just like how they handled the nun where it was like, they didn't reveal her too much to the point where she wasn't scary. Um, so they kept the reveals. And then also, like, I love, you know, the Chekhov's guns of storytelling where they mentioned things at the beginning of the movie is such of like um, turning uh, the blood and well, the wine into blood. And then that tied into the later. And then also just like the eyes and that also tying into like you can't burn. So I really just love that. That's like attention to detail. So definitely got to go with the hit. Uh, yeah. So anything else you got? Uh, again just a great another another great entry in the conjuring franchise uh now it's just a matter of seeing what in the world's next for next for the the crew looking forward to annabelle six so with that <laughs> we can get into our recommendations and plugs this quick uh, housekeeping every monday we drop our ahsoka weekly recap episodes so this previous one we covered episode four next week is going to be episode five Next week on the main podcast, we are bringing back our third co-host, Afropuff Samurai, for a very fun uh, and creative episode. And then also in September and October, we're going to have a couple of uh, comic book writers come on and just kind of interview them and go forward with that. So, yeah, recommendations and blogs. All right. So my recommendations is the Conjuring franchise. Uh, you And how you should watch them is in a very specific order. Uh you can watch I'm giving this in the the order in which they were released uh even though it's not chronologically you go conjuring Annabelle the conjuring 2 Annabelle creation the nun Annabelle comes home the conjuring 3 the devil made me do it and then the nun 2 you can watch all these movies I believe on HBO Max with the exception of nun 2 obviously because it just released um, and of course, there's another one, uh, The Curse of La Llorona. I mean, I don't like it's part of the universe, but I don't um, I don't endorse that one. That, that, that one's kind of uh, kind of dog water. But you, that, that's in here and there. But if you want to watch it, <laughs> watch it, watch it after the nun. But before Annabelle comes home um, again, all these movies are on on mats. So so that's oh, yeah. my recommendations. Only thing I'm going to mention is the witch, which is on Max, because you will understand our black bill comments. So with that plug, uh, yeah, let's hit our plugs and get up out of here. All right. So we got ourselves our Instagram, our X account, which is formerly known as Twitter and threads. Blurred City 22, like, follow, bell for notifications, get up to date on releases and our future episodes and different shenanigans. We have ourselves our Discord that's also linked in said pages. So if you want to join a fine community where you can submit questions, submit uh, gig out, freak outs, and just join a fine community of just straight degenerates. Uh, we also have ourselves our YouTube and our Patreon, which is a Blurred City pod. If you want to donate a little extra chatter, you get access to very exclusive episodes like uh, the character of Nalsa of the best Naruto villain pain as well as uh potentially the uh, Patreon exclusive episodes on Ed and Lorraine Warren um and then we also have ourselves our uh our email blurtcity22 at gmail.com that's where you can submit geek out freak outs random fan theories of the day we have ourselves uh questions for any mailbag episodes as well as any episode suggestions and feedback you would like to give us in a strongly worded email 
Um, so that's all we have for that. I'm the Rogue Jedi 21 on TikTok. However long we got TikTok left, and you may start seeing more out of pocket content from me very soon. All right, for my individual author pages, we have my Instagram, Nitri underscore dash. With for my X slash Twitter, it's at the mad dash 16. And if you're interested in my book, Phantom Pain's the Most Regular Tale, you can catch that on Amazon or Kindle. So, with that, words of encouragement or words of advice, whatever you got. All right, I got some words of advice for y'all. Listen, I know that you may have uh, just a large, just friend group, you know what I'm saying? Uh, just a a core group of friends like you may seem really close to but when one of them starts when one of them suggests an idea that seems out of pocket that seems just uh that seems like it's something you don't want to do leave tell them tell them tell tell them exactly why that's not a good idea and if they go through with it anyways leave uh do not put yourself in that situation because you may never know when you get a spear through the chest uh but but in any case hey just watch who you uh again just watch who you you talking to watch who you with uh because you may never know because your friends might be legit idiots all right for me uh it's words of advice as well but don't mess with demons uh evil apparitions monsters or ghosts unless it's the holy ghost so with that it's not goodbye forever it's just goodbye for now and that's the player city podcast see ya later